One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Social friend, the biggest business acquisition in gaming history has just gone down, and it's not really a good thing.、Uh, turns <laughs> out that GTA's parent company, Take Two, have acquired mobile giant Zynga for $12.7 billion. It's proper little finger territory,、uh, left, right, and center. <laughs> But like I said, it's the, it's the biggest gaming deal、uh, in the entertainment's history,、um, bigger than Microsoft buying Bethesda for $8.1 billion,、um, and largely just marks the potential future for Take Two, for GTA, for the likes of GTA 6, that is as yet unknown. But does come after the leaks pointing to GTA 6 having development hell.、Um, I want to mention a few of the、yeah. things.、Uh, one, Zynga, other people that you will already know from Farmville, Mafia Wars,、um, uh, Words with Friends, which I forgot was even a thing.、Um, oh、God, but、I'm... the statement from the acquisition is just you can, you can make your own thoughts up what you think of this.、Um, but this is the official line、uh, saying they, that combining Zynga's expertise in mobile and next generation platforms with Take Two's best in class capabilities and inter- intellectual property will enable them to further advance. Their mission to connect the world through games while achieving significant growth and synergies together. <laughs> Now, I just, PR is a language. Yeah, it certainly is, man. Like, you, you look at the kind of statements that have come from this deal, and、mm. you just kind of think that we are completely different, us people who play games and the people who are in charge of making the business fun, deal that make those games. What are you? <laughs> well, this is the thing, man. Like, Take Two, obviously,、uh, is the studio notorious for referring to their player base as whales, you know, the people <laughs> who are putting so much money into these games that they can essentially keep them afloat because they're、mm. not just spending $60 on, the, on GTA V. You know, they're spending money month after month, day after day in GTA Online.、Mm. And the success of GTA Online is, is pretty much, you know, confirmed to this publisher <laughs> that, like, box. Box games are good. You can have Grand Theft Auto 4 sell mad numbers and make a business off that, but you can have the biggest entertainment property in the world that continues to make money for almost 10 years now. You know, GTA、mm-hmm. 5 was still one of the best selling、um, games of all time last year, and that's not necessarily down to the quality of a single player campaign. That's down to the longevity of GTA Online. So the idea、mm-hmm. of them buying, you know,、uh, buying into mobile in such a ridiculously Large way here for me makes me worried about what the future of their biggest franchises are going to look like because they're clearly、mm-hmm. all in on this monetized aspect and wanting these games to be as accessible as possible,、mm-hmm. which is a good thing, but only in as much as that makes them a lot of money because of it. Well, so I do have other quotes.、Uh, now, I, I, I mentioned that I said the development hell of GTA 6 is ongoing. This comes from an account literally called Account NGT over on Twitter,、um, who leaked Star Wars Eclipse before it was official, which meant a lot of people、mm. went back to that account going, What else have you got?、Um, and they said that,、um, according to, in reference to GTA 6,、um, some people don't realize how chaotic the development is. And、um, this also goes alongside French outlet Rockstar Mag、um, saying that there are big issues with the development of 
GTA 6 and apparently the team are struggling with um, Dan Hauser leaving obviously he was lead creative he was lead writer on almost all the GTAs and the Red Dead Redemption he's a big old deal inside Rockstar and Dan Hauser has left Rockstar leaving the uh, development of GTA 6 to be a bit of a mess um, you mentioned though um, you know the likes of the success of GTA Online over time and there is a hilarious quote from Strauss Zelnick who is uh, Take-Two's <laughs> CEO uh, from back in 2018 saying that he was surprised by GTA Online's continued success um, but did say that going forward we intend to deliver the opportunity for people to stay engaged after release that could be through multiplayer or it could be through in-game engagement with in-game purchases now if he's cool. the head of Take-Two and they're sinking $12.7 billion into a company that very much specializes in this stuff <laughs> I don't have the most rosy tinted glasses for Grand Theft Auto 6. No, I mean, nor do <laughs> I, man. Like, the more we hear about this game, you know, I'm constantly be excited because it's the next Grand Theft Auto game. But yeah, mm. I think once Dan Hauser left, that really did, in my mind, mark a turning point in Rockstar as a company because, you know, Same. for all of his problems, you know, he was a creative driver of, you know, like the narrative side of those games, the single player side of those games. And yeah. without that there, I just don't want to see GTA Online become all that franchise is because that's the biggest way to make money, but it needs to have some kind of balance. So when I see an acquisition like this, I just see that balance kind of eroding away, especially mm. with, you know, the, the focus there on in-game purchases and stuff. And that, to me, does scare me a little bit. Do you think, like, because if, if you were Rockstar and you've lost your lead creative, the guy that literally helped birth GTA over time and is responsible for some of the biggest releases in that franchise's history, what, do yeah. you, what like, how do you even approach GTA, like, is it like, is it old school GTA, which like they kind of lent onto yeah. the definitive edition? Obviously, that thing was plagued by technical problems, um, but went down like was such a divisive release. Obviously, it was a massive on fire mess, but you did get some people on social media just happy they were going back to old school GTA. Or do you try and ape the stuff that Hauser was doing over time, the more stylish stuff from GTA Four, or like the more anarchic craziness from GTA Five? Well, this is the thing. I am so pleased that I am personally not making GTA 6 because that might be one of the most coveted jobs in the entire world. But if you think about mm -hmm. it for a bit, you know, even taking this um, acquisition out of the question for a second, like you're following up the biggest entertainment thing of all time that is still making money. You're going into this, creating something that's going to be in this huge shadow. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't know which direction to take it. Would you follow the money and focus more online on, on online in a multiplayer? Mm -hmm. Or would you try to go back to its roots? and create something that is, you know, single player focused and try to essentially hit the exact same vein that GTA 5 did and hope mm. hope that lightning strikes twice and um, 10 years apart. I I am so, I go to bed so pleased I'm not the one making those decisions, to be honest with you. No, I know. Like you said, it's the most coveted design position in the industry. But at the same time, the more stories come out about the reality of what it's like trying to make a game on that scale, the amount of moving parts and the likes of something yeah. like Cyberpunk or whatever. Like you said, I wouldn't want to be the person trying to trying to be the next Dan Hauser. Like the, the, the Hauser yeah. brothers, the, the run that they had. Obviously, Sam Hauser is still there. Um, so he can sort of largely go, that's not what we used to do. We should do this instead. Um, but I think overall, you think about where Rockstar are at right now and they haven't been satisfying for a long time. Like they, you know, they, like, like, you know, we mentioned GTA uh, 5 in 2013, it was remastered in 2014, GTA Online, Red Dead Redemption 2, like even Red Dead 2, like it was 25% of people got through it or whatever. And I know that those 25% of people right. had a lovely old time, but I just feel <clears> like overall, you compare that to the absolute manic energy that surrounded that company across the 2000s and it's almost night and day. 
I mean, I, I agree with you in part because I think mm. that the games they have released over the past decade or so have still been stellar. You know, I'm a big fan of Max GTA V. I played 3. GTA Online for a long time. Max Payne 3, obviously awesome. Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of my favorite games just ever made. So it's not mm. necessarily the quality of the games themselves that I'm worried about. It's just, like you said, you know, like these behind the scenes issues that have clearly compounded um, things with the production of the games because they've released barely anything over the past decade. You know, the mm. games have been good, but like you said, we had GTA V. We had this remaster. We had Red Dead Redemption 2. Whereas, you know, a decade prior, we were getting L.A. Noir, We were getting um, Max Payne 3. We were getting GTA mm. 4. We were getting a lot of different stuff and a lot quicker. And maybe that's just like the face of game development. Maybe that's just the reality of making these games now. But with the absence of GTA 6, you kind of have... And the, you know, um, exit of Dan Houser, you have to think that something is going on behind the scenes with these um, companies. I mean, it was only the other mm. day that there was the big... I think it was the Game Informer expose about Bully 2 in the late 20, <laughs> 2000s, you know, and that yep. kind of seems to have been the start of these development issues where games like that would just not get a look in because they were focusing on Red Dead Redemption and, you know, the like. No, and that's absolutely, I think, I mean, part of that will be because of the direction that Hauser, Dan Hauser took the company in. Like, no other company, maybe in the rest of human history, will ever make a game like Red Dead Redemption 2 that is almost has mm-hmm. such an indie creative soul, but is, you know, big budget, AAA, over-the-top, yeah. opulent AF. Um, I think that's what makes them so special. But it, um, when he goes away, it's like, how do you fill that void? You have your parent company making all these moves towards uh, microtransactions and mobile gaming, which also means NFTs galore. So look forward to GTA <laughs> NFTs at some point. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of $12.7 billion being spent by GTA's parent company to acquire a whole bunch of mobile games and assets and everything going forward. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Just give me like 0.001% of that acquisition. Just like, just, just give it just to me. Little... Just give it to me. It's a nice <laughs> present. Slide Please. it in. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.